Welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with Khaled. You are live from Doha, Qatar, the city of the World Cup. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited to catch up with you guys because it's been a while. Um, I know I did a little, little release on the last podcast telling everyone that I was going to come here. So now I am here and I left Sydney on Monday night. It was a 10 p.m. flight. And it was probably one of the smoothest 15-hour flights that I've ever had. At the beginning of the flight, though, the pilot was announcing that it's going to take another hour. Maybe they were trying to avoid bad weather. Maybe they were trying to get into a jet, jet stream, whatever it may be. But what was funny was, as you're looking at the... Uh, I don't recommend this, by the way. But as I was looking at the flight path, we were heading down towards like Antarctica. Like we'd just gone down past Melbourne from Sydney. So if you know geographically, we're almost heading in the wrong direction. And I was like talking to the guy next to me and I was thinking, bro, where, where are we going? <laughs> but 15 hours later, we ended up here and uh, it was all good. I was really happy with the flight. Uh, I sat next to somebody that gave me a new perspective on life a 23 year old swiss guy half japanese uh been in the army was training to be a jet fighter pilot and uh has been traveling the last i don't know a couple of months to thailand turkey he went back to sydney he'd live in lived in sydney for a while and i was just like wow this is definitely the the lifestyle that I aspire to live but at the same time at such a young age of 23 years old that's just like that's amazing to have traveled so much of the world and just been able to experience everything and looking into the camera now <laughs> I've added video to these um, podcasts now so I am in the process of finding out how I'm going to put these up I'm most likely going to go through YouTube so stay posted and you'll be able to see what I'm showing everyone right now. So behind me, I'm actually at my cousin's apartment. He lives here. He's a teacher and he's lived here the last seven years and he loves life. And now I understand why he loves life because uh, life, life's pretty good here. Um, this is West Bay in Doha. So there's sort of like a bay area and it sort of U-turns all the way around and they have absolutely done a great job in transforming this city because I actually was here three years ago, uh, just over three years ago and I was actually on my way to Denmark but I made a stop here and stayed here for a, about a week and I was with my sister and my niece and they were coming back from the UK so we got the opportunity to meet up here and my cousin was... Uh, nice enough to take us out so I got to see Doha three years ago and to see the transformation that this country has made for the World Cup is is absolutely amazing like I cannot put words to how beautiful this city is and it actually isn't so hot at the moment you can see that I'm wearing a, a thobe for you guys that are listening I'm wearing the traditional outfit that you would go to the mosque in and I don't really struggle with the heat in general, but being here, 
it's almost about 27 to 30 degrees and it's quite comfortable just to wear this and walk around back and forth um, to the to the mosque which is not that far away so I just wanted to touch base with everyone and let everyone know how I'm doing and what I'm doing so obviously I'm here to watch the World Cup which is amazing that starts in three days now um, got a got a few tickets to a few a few games but the way going back to what I was saying before the way that they've transformed the city and the way that there's just this buzz there's this buzz and to have a world cup in an arab country it's the first time for those that uh don't know there's, a f there's this is the first time that they're actually hosting a world cup and there's a lot of controversy about it but when you're actually here you you know the media can portray things in sorry i'm just adjusting the uh the headphones because i can't really hear myself but um, <clears throat> going back, for what the media portrays an Arab country uh, to be, which is a Muslim country, having its traditional values and having its ways that it's had from the big beginning of time, it's important that we respect the lifestyle here and the country. And what I want to draw comparison to is... The legal drinking age in Australia, for example, is 18. The legal drinking age in America is 21. So when an American comes to Australia, they're having a good time because if they're under 21, they can legally buy drinks. But if an Australian goes to America, they don't get the opportunity to drink because it's illegal in that country. An 18-year-old from Australia goes to America, they're not allowed to drink. So just like you respect the laws of the countries in the West, I feel that it's very easy to understand and draw a parallel and comparison to when you're in a conservative Muslim country. You just need to respect the laws. And they have been compensating for everybody over here being here on the ground i've actually noticed that they've made so so many areas they've blocked off areas they've created free transport for everybody that's coming here to to attend the world cup uh, they've just made it so easy and walking around coming from sydney walking around in the streets here doesn't feel so different um, the only difference is of course uh, the heat and the buildings and you know the geographical setting of the country but in terms of seeing people in the streets there's so many foreigners and expats that just walk around um, just as usual at lunch and going for coffees and it's a quite uh, condensed city in terms of a CBD so you know everyone's at work and you can just see them downstairs walking around so in that respect, I feel like the media has portrayed this whole controversial idea of the World Cup to be, or having the World Cup in, in Qatar, to be something negative. But I feel like it's a, it's a huge positive for the country. Uh, they've invested so much. They've created so many different areas and, uh, and there's so much to do 
that last night I was uh, going to a few of the fan areas for the World Cup attendees and the fans they're called fan zones and there was like a minimum of 20 25,000 people at each place and me and my cousin we walked about 10 kilometers yesterday uh, which is always a great thing when you're traveling because you don't realize how much you walk but we walked from one area to another fan area and there's something called the Corniche, what I was mentioning before, that big sort of looping area that goes around the bay. And the whole area is just buzzing with people. So many food stores, so much activity, so many screens. They had a drone show and we could actually see it from my cousin's apartment because um, there was a sort of gap between the buildings behind me and we could just see the drone show sitting from his living room which was quite amazing but going full circle here to the original point and the original things that i wanted to talk to you guys about not only did i want to give you an update of what i was doing but i also wanted to touch on the importance of travel and how important it is for your soul for yourself i love to travel by myself but i've traveled with uh, football my football team my teammates, I've traveled with friends, so I've sort of experienced it all, but something that really stands out to me is the fact that when you travel alone, in one way or another, you have the opportunity to fully embrace the environment that you're in, and it, it is quite, quite, you know, scary in a way. It's, you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you expose yourself to uncertainty you expose yourself to discomfort and as we all know these are the tools that you're going to use to grow yourself and expand your knowledge expand your experiences soak in everything soak in the atmosphere soak in the people soak in the culture and you're going to use all of these things and grow intrinsically and also be able to tell many stories to you know your kids in the future your partner your friends and just allow them to soak in those experiences through you and that's the space of growth those are the tools that are going to allow you to really grow into a greater human being and you almost become a little bit more tolerant and understanding because if you've grown up in a certain exposed to a certain environment your whole life that's all you know and if that's all you know and then you come to another country where it's a whole new story like the amount of differences in terms of lifestyle and accessibility and even the the weather it's it's so different and it forces you to realize that these guys this is all that they have known and the more you think about that, the more you realize the world is a huge place. Wherever we go, we can learn. And you can absorb so much just from being in another country. I also want to talk about how excited I am to actually be here. And just to have this opportunity to see Australia one play and <laughs> see Denmark play as well because... 
having lived in Denmark the last three years and then being an Australian citizen, it's, um, I'm quite torn, but I have uh, bought an Australian jersey. <laughs> Unfortunately, Australia, I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate, but Australia and Denmark are in the same group and I do have tickets to that game. So maybe I'm going to buy a Danish jersey and uh, just keep it um, with me. But I'm going to wear my Australian jersey there. And uh, yeah, I'm really blessed. I can't ex explain, like I can't put into words the feeling it is to be here. Um, obviously, I'm an avid lover of football and I've played football my whole life. So that's one side of the story. But the other side of it is just to have the opportunity to be in a place where there's just this influx of people from all around the world that have this common love of football and you know you just forget everything and you can see that it's just it's just a great a great atmosphere it's just so moving for me is the fact that I'm a Muslim and being an Islamic in an Islamic country really brings you back to your roots and really allows you to get in touch with your spiritual side because um you hear the call to prayer wherever you are. Uh, there are mosques in every sort of corner. So, you know, it's very accessible for you to go and pray. And you just feel like the the land that you're on is blessed in a way. And it's a very moving spiritual process that I'm experiencing that I feel is just, uh, you know, again, bringing me closer to God, closer to my creator, um, bringing me an inner peace that, although I do consider myself to be quite a peaceful person, it's almost like uh, it just allows me, and speaking of that, it's time to pray now. So I think I'm going to call it here and uh, walk to the mosque, but stay posted. I'm going to keep you updated with my travel plans and everything that I'm doing. And yeah, again... Shout out to everyone. Oh, I forgot to mention that I've started a new Instagram. So you can find me at Ali Bocus Khaled. That's my Instagram tag. So at Ali Bocus Khaled. Um, I do have a new Facebook. It's just my name, Khaled Ali Bocus. Wow, wasn't that an experience to get back and start from scratch? But I'm happy about it anyway. And um, I'm enjoying myself, obviously. So. Uh, to you all out there, I hope you're all great. I hope uh, you stay tuned and you watch me on the TV. Maybe you'll see me in the crowd with an Australian jersey. So shout out to everybody. Uh, miss you all. Again, thank you for listening. Blessings to you all. And until next time, see you guys. <laughs> I look like Monica from Friends when she, um, she goes to the Bahamas. I like it though.